The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org thrive. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, and welcome to the third of a four-part series of brief essential conversations with Rabbi Rami, exploring some of the things you can do to maintain your spiritual health during this coronavirus pandemic. We're using the teaching of Rabbi Hillel to organize these episodes. Hillel said, if I'm not for myself, who will be for me? If I'm only for myself, what am I? And if not now, when? Today, our focus is on the second teaching, if I'm only for myself, what am I? Notice that Hillel says, if I'm only for myself, what am I, rather than who am I? Being for yourself alone and ignoring the needs of others robs you of your humanity. Your heart shuts down and you become a what rather than a who. So today we want to talk about what you can do to be of help to others in a way that deepens your humanity. Our guest today is Frank Levy. Frank and I run the One River Foundation, but that isn't why I asked him to talk with us today. Before retiring and taking on the work of One River, Frank was Bureau Chief of Public Health Preparedness and Response for the city of Houston, Texas. It's his experience in dealing with large-scale public health issues that we want to draw upon. Frank Levy, welcome to this special edition of Essential Conversations. Good evening, Ronnie. It's good to be with you in this conversation. Well, it's good to talk to you about this, Frank, because I know you're my go-to guy for stuff about this in my, you know, just personally, and I know you've got some things to offer our listeners. So let, let's just cut to the core of the matter. What are the three biggest needs that we should be looking out for in our neighborhoods and what can we do to address them? The three biggest things that I think we should be looking out for are both in our neighborhood also personally so that we can help our neighborhood and then reach out and, and help those around us without infecting ourselves. So first, you know, I think the most important thing, regardless of whether you're looking out for yourself or others, is to get informed, to be informed about the disease, about the nature of the disease, what local, state, and national authorities are telling us to do to protect not just ourselves, but the community, and also, much as I'm talking about getting informed, the first recommendation I would make is stop listening to the news at all hours of the day and stop watching Facebook. Find yourself a really good source of information 
whether it's the CDC's website at cdc.gov or a news service that you can count on to provide good and up-to-date information, you know, CNN, NBC, ABC, CBS, uh, or other you know, reputable services that are providing good information. And look at those once a day. Read them so you don't have to listen to the hype and the voices of the announcers. But if you're going to be of any service to the community, you know, as you said, you know, Rabbi Hillel's three points are, one, if I'm not for me, who will be? So know as much as you can about what's going on and get your information from good sources. And then most of all, practice those things. It's really critical that everybody understands that at this point in time, we have no vaccine, we have no cure or medications for the disease. The only tool we have to stop the spread of the disease and keep this from overwhelming our hospital system is social distancing. And so when you know, local officials, particularly public health officials, tell us to, to stay home, to stay away from things, even though it may be difficult, both psychologically and, and economically, we have to do everything we can to keep ourselves away from others, either to prevent ourselves from getting the disease and also to prevent us from spreading it even when we're asymptomatic. You know, the most recent data says that in most of the disease is being spread by people who are asymptomatic, which means they're not having any symptoms, but they are shedding the virus. Okay, so the first, the first thing is to educate ourselves. Uh, and, and in the very first one of these uh, podcasts, I suggested very similar to what you did, don't become an addict of, of cable news. I suggested people listen to NPR, you know, but I li like you, you sort of put a nuance on it, suggesting that you don't do it all day long. If things change during the day, when would you check in? Well, I, I normally check in about one o'clock in the afternoon central time. And I do that in part because I look at the, the CDC's website to look at the most recent data. They update their website at noon Eastern time and sometimes it lags. So if I look at it about one o'clock my time, it's two o'clock on the East Coast or in Atlanta, and I can get the CDC's most recent updates. All right. So that's number one. What's number two? Well, so you know, I just said that you know I look at the CDC's website and at the same time I look at WHO and I look at um, the most recent information I can get on what's happening in Alabama because that's where I live. And, and, and I do that because I put together a daily report for a group that's called Liberal Madison County Emergency Response Team. And, and this is a, a Facebook-based community. It started out about a week ago, and it started out with about eight people who invited another eight or 10 people. And now there are 600 people in and around Huntsville, Alabama, who communicate with one another via Facebook. And what we share with one another is what are the needs within the community? And just in the last few days, I've seen a, a number of cases where single parents uh, with kids who are home because the schools are closed have run out of things like toilet paper, macaroni and cheese, the real essentials of life. And, and somebody who sees that on the spreadsheet that we keep, and I think it's Google Docs, um, you know, somebody will go check for see what the needs are, go to the either take from what they have in their personal stock of foods and things or go to the grocery store, pick them up and drop them off at the person's house. So the community has really gathered. And I, and I really suggest that people do things like this for two reasons. One, there's a lot of need out in the community at a time like this. So this one, this one is in Huntsville. 
people are listening, not just nationally, but even internationally, how would somebody find something similar in their neighborhood? What do you Google? Or how would they find one that's already existing? Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Starting one would, you know, I think is probably in some ways, starting one's probably a little easier because I think if you wanted to start one, you could simply put out on your Facebook page and say, look, I'm, I'm looking to do this. I'm going to start a Facebook page. I'm going to call it this, and I'm inviting you to be a part of it. And then encourage those who you send it to, to also invite others to be a part of it. And I know there are groups other places because I've seen comments from friends, Facebook friends of mine who are in other parts of the country are doing this. Um, so number one, make sure you got the right information. Number two, look for people in need and see if you can create a network to help them do that. Third? Third is, goes sort of back to, to number one of Hillel's um, ideas is, is get outside your house, take a walk, do something in the house that makes you feel good about yourself and about what you're doing. I noticed it myself. You know, there there are days when it can get pretty depressing. It can be a, a pretty heavy weight to carry around. And so do things that get you outside yourself. If you get up early and can go to Lowe's when there aren't a lot of people there, get some flowers and and plant them. And, you know, just the bright colors of spring may help your, your mood. And you know, so we, do things. That's funny you said that because we, we did that. And it did make a difference. So, you know, listen, Frank, we were going to talk about three things. You, you shared with us three things. I, I'm going to ask you another question, which I hadn't intended on asking, except that, uh, and I said, people know that you and I are friends. We talk every day. Something that came up today that I thought was really important, a project that you and I have created through the One River Foundation, the 400 Project. What I want to do is very briefly, because we're really out of time, but very briefly, if, if you could outline that project, tell people what it is and, and maybe how to get in touch with you if they can help. I would be happy to. Project 400, as you know, came about because we were made aware through the Department of Labor that four in 10 Americans have financial issues such that an emergency that would cost them $400 to repair or to mitigate could put them in serious financial jeopardy such that they might even you know, be evicted from their home you know, or, or put in some other really deep financial distress. And so Project 400 is an interest-free loan that people can get from One River Foundation that would help them get past that up to $400 emergency. We have a fund that has, I'm really happy to say, has $3,600 in it right at this very moment. And we are happy to you know, loan it out as an interest-free loan to individuals who might need it. If you are interested, if people are interested in either contributing to Project 400 so we can you know, reach more people, um, or if they know someone who is in distress and, and needs the loan, please contact me at frank at oneriverfoundation.org. And I'll be happy to give you the details of how the loan works 
and and then you can decide if, if it's something that you um, as a listener wanted to be a part of. All right, Frank, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts on this. Listeners, you can find more guidance from Frank Levy by joining the One River Facebook page and receive weekly advice and insight by subscribing to the One River mailing list at oneriverfoundation.org. And again, you got to spell out one O-N-E. And remember, you can find other helpful insights and practices on the Spirituality and Health website at www.spiritualityhealth.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the bi-weekly edition of this podcast, Essential Conversations with Rabbi Rami, and you can find that on your favorite podcast platform. I'm Rabbi Rami. Thanks for listening. Essential Conversations with Rabbi Rami is the bi-weekly podcast of Spirituality and Health magazine. If you like Essential Conversations, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the show on your preferred podcast app. You can also follow me on Spirituality and Health's website, where I now write a regular column called Roadside Musings, and on my new podcast, Conversations on the Egg. And don't forget to subscribe to the print magazine as well. Essential Conversations is produced by Ezra Baker Truppiano, and our executive producer is Catherine Drury-Wagner. I'm Rabbi Rami. Thanks for listening. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.